you're tired of spending money on trail cameras you use as tools only to find out they're built like freaking toys or you've struggled with unreliable not so dependable cameras or experienced customer service that flat out disappointed you i've been there those problems literally birthed exodus eight years ago when they shipped their first camera exodus had a clear desire to not only build elite products that enabled you to set it and forget it all season long but also to back them like no other company was willing to with an unmatched level of customer service and support. See for yourself why Exodus has over 15,000 satisfied customers. They've quickly become known for their five-year no BS warranty, quality cameras, and best in-class customer service. You heard that right. Exodus believes in their products so much, every single camera is backed by a five-year warranty that includes theft and accidental damage coverage. Each camera is checked for quality control standards before it leaves the warehouse. They wouldn't use it, you don't get it. Exodus is so confident you'll love your new Exodus camera. They're offering you, the listener of this show, 15% off your next order today. Just use code BTE. If you don't love it, get your money refunded in the first 30 days and just send her back. Exodus really has two excellent cell cam options for uh, all budgets, and they start at just $179 plus your 15% off there. You use the code BTE. They have competitive data plans that allows you to purchase a plan and use the data as you see fit. They want you to be in control. There's no annual commitment and no limit on how many cameras you can run on one plan. You can share cameras with friends, no charge, which makes the Exodus lineup a great option for hunting clubs and leases. There are no additional fees for HD photo requests. That's pretty nice. No additional fees for video uploads. And all cameras share data on a single data plan for easy management. See for yourself why so many have made the switch to Exodus and experienced the Exodus difference. Use code BTE to get 15% off your next order today. Now let's talk about Osseo gear. It's a great option for whitetail hunters. They develop a premium line of bow hunting gear that will rival any other clothing on the market in quality. Plus, you got a lifetime warranty on anything you buy from Osseo, which is pretty nice. They have a super unique camo pattern and great technology in their garments to keep you comfortable in the stand. So visit ASIOgear.com get you some premium hunting clothing. Got a talk to you about stealth outdoors makers of stealth strips stealth strips really are a, a product that any hunter whether you're a weekend warrior or a guy that hunts almost every day really needs to take advantage of stuff absolutely deadens your your gear uh, to make it essentially uh, noise free you haven't checked out stealth strips yet stop buying all the other crappy alternatives like the hockey tape and any other stuff you're trying to use to silence your gear get the good stuff get stealth strips visit stealthoutdoors.com pick you up some stealth strips all my partners are linked in the description below go check them out hey everybody i uh had extra hour in the middle of my day here and i don't know last week or so i did one of these middle of the day lives and a lot of people liked them. So I thought, Oh, it'd be a good time to do another one. Um, this could be an hour long, could be 10 minutes long. Depends on if Hayes stays asleep. He's asleep right now. Um, before we start, 
if you guys get on during the middle of the day here, leave me a question. I'll answer about anything today. I don't don't have much to talk about on this live, um, but wanted to bounce some ideas or or goals off um, you guys that are are listening, uh, and got to get kind of get everybody else thinking about this time of year what our goals are, what my goals are, maybe some of the things that uh, uh, maybe you don't think about this time of year. A lot of people right now, um, you know, deer season's kind of over for everybody. And we get into that, like the mindset of, uh, you know, forget about deer hunting and which is good. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you got to settle down. I'm going to drag this screen over here. So I'm not looking up the whole time. Um, but for me, this, this year, one thing that I want to get better at is I don't know if you guys are like this, but um, you know, I have several regular SD card cameras out and I do a horrible job of organizing those regular SD card uh, pictures. Maybe you guys can leave in the comments, like what's your guys's method of organizing pictures. Um, something I got to do way better job at. I got, I, I could have so much Intel here that I, I don't utilize because um I just get sidetracked and I end up, you know, leaving an SD card lay around and then they never get to it. And it's such a waste of my resources that I have uh, put out. So that's one goal this, this winter is to organize all my pictures that I, I had on, uh, you know, throughout deer season. And I don't utilize cell cameras very well. So like, I don't really do good with real time data. Most of the time I have, you know, cameras that are, are soakers. And that's how I, I like to use cameras is soaking them and getting, getting stuff, um, organized. So I know what's going on certain times of year in certain spots. Hey guys, there's people on now. Chase M. Dan's on, uh, Moose Junction Hunter. What's up? Dan, Daniel Flowers is on too. <laughs> so that's one of my, uh, big goals this this off season is to get organized with freaking trail camera pictures because it's a disaster right now like i have no system i need to talk to get someone on that's maybe good about that kind of thing like someone that's more organized than me and i think that'd be a really good episode is actually like how to utilize trail cameras and organize the data you're getting getting from them i know there's like apps and stuff now you can use that helps you with with that but i don't know of any of them um, what else is, do I need to do this, this off season? So we right now, I know a lot of the, a lot of you guys are got like feet of snow on the ground. I know like you live in upstate New York, they got a bunch of snow, um, Northern Indiana, so Northern Illinois, Southern Wisconsin. I know it's piled up in there. Um, I would love to get out this year if we get some snow and do some, um, scouting in the snow. It's something I'd never do mostly because we never get snow, but, um, I'd like to, like to do a little bit of that. Um, Daniel or Dylan, sorry, not Daniel Exodus should do a podcast. Yeah. Jake's coming on sometime in the near future. Um, Jake has a podcast called the land podcast. He's going to come on and, and help maybe answer some of those questions that I've, I've had. I don't know how I don't, I've never talked talk to Jake about like trail cam organization, but I can definitely, um, bump that off, off him. Something else is I want to get, uh, get into some new areas this year. seems like I never have enough time and I end up getting 
not getting to some of the spots I, I want to get to. I think I'm going to prioritize some new areas this, this year instead of, um, you know, rescouting places that I've already been to. Um, there's probably half a dozen spots that I have mapped out right now. Uh, another goal of mine this coming winter is I want to get out to Ohio and get that scattered out a little better. Ohio, I, obviously I killed a buck there two years ago, but um, this year I felt lost over there a little bit. I need to find more, more sp spots in Ohio um, that I'm confident in and, and kind of feel like I hate, I hate when I go out of state and you, you know, you, you feel lost the whole time, especially in Ohio. I don't have, I, I often, a lot of times I go over there for a weekend or something. So you don't have like a lot of extra time. So I really need to just like pound a bunch of ground there and get, um, get familiarized with some of those areas over there a little bit better. And it's only three hours from my house. And I actually have public that's closer than that. Um, that I could, I could get to a little, a little faster. Leaving the comments too. What, what are your guys' goals this, this winter? for, for scouting. I, uh, it seems like this year too. Holy cow. Like I have my, my schedules is horrible this year. I got so much going on, uh, this, this winter I'm going to help, uh, Rendell at Osseo with some shows. We got like family stuff going on and, and it's going to be a, it's just this turkey season going to be here for, you know, it. Yeah. I, I, I know I got a I got a uh, I got a Wisconsin tag. Dan says I have a Wisconsin tag still. Yeah, I just don't think I can get up there. I don't know. I don't know when I would get up there this weekend. This weekend I got Dave coming down to hunt coyotes, and then, um, well, that's it, right? Doesn't it go out at the end of the month? I guess you got you got two weekends before you're you're done uh, done hunting all the way. Then I also want to get my, my longbow tuned up. I want to use it next year a lot more. So that's something else I got to start working on now because that's a whole year thing, getting sufficient with it to, to deer hunt. So those are kind of my, my goals this, uh, this winter. Something else um, that I need help with you guys is like, it's hard to make content right now. Um, like it's, this off season stuff is it's pretty rough with, with coming up with ideas to keep, keep pumping out content for you guys. So if there's like stuff you want to see, whether it be gear stuff or um, podcast ideas, I got quite a few guests lined up. Um, but it seems like right now is kind of a hard time to, to make content. And, and obviously when I go scouting and whatnot, it's, it's, that's always good content. People love a kind of a vlog scouts come along with, with scouting. Um, but I can't really scout a whole lot because I got little ones all the time. Uh, whenever I'm at home here, just sitting in my office. So if there's any like topics you want to talk about or, um, you know, things you want to see or how I do certain things, I'd be more than happy to make videos about that. Um, what else? Let's see if there's any, any questions. Dan, I saw I saw a guy posted the other day. Someone shot a buck, and it was uh, Jonathan Moreland. I don't know if you know who that is, but he shot a buck, and both the antlers fell off off of it. Um, Daniel, I will be at pencil with with Osseo. I got to I'm got to be in their booth with uh, in the Pennsylvania show. 
and the big one that's out there. I'm, I'm going to get these names wrong, but you guys will probably know what I'm talking about if they're in your area. It's that big nine day one. I'm going to be there for a few days. Like I'm going to be there like, um, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'll, I got to come home because um, I got something going on that that weekend. Um, and then I'm going to go up to. There's one in Indianapolis that I'm going to go help them with. Um, and then. Wisconsin, there's one up in Wisconsin I want to help them with, and then Minnesota, and then that's it. And I'll probably, I may go to like a mobile hunter expo, just go and hang out somewhere. Not necessarily work it though, but um, Joe, Joe, and those guys are just going to fly me into the to help with the booth for a few days, and then fly me back home, which is nice. Nice. Sorry, Rosie's on one right now she gets her nap in then she's go, goes crazy for a while so that's those are the ones i'm going to be at and they'll be firmed up rendell's actually playing working on it today to kind of get dates firmed up uh let's see here yeah uh let's see here sorry i, I scrolled to the bottom on accident someone mentioned that the dang weather's too cold yeah it's freaking really cold it's like it's like today the high is 10 and feels way colder than that. The wind's blowing and everything. I hate it. I'm ready for spring. I'm over the cold weather. You guys, uh, Chase, uh, you, you're the one that asked that. The Those guys up in Wisconsin, though, some of my buddies, they're still out there uh, pulling cameras and everything else in all the cold weather. So bundle up and get after it. Let's see here. Dan D. Wilson. Sorry, I called you Dan Wilson because I know a Dan Wilson. You had a question about ground blinds. What do you know if you guys have ever used them and what's your opinion on see-through ones? Um, I haven't really killed many deer out of ground blinds, but um, I think it's like anything else. I think if you put them out and kind of, uh, you know, camouflage them in and the deer can get used to them i think it's okay to to use them i don't think you can just pop a blind up in the middle of the woods though and expect a mature deer to walk by it so that's the only thing i i would be cautious about with with ground blinds um and like i'm telling you this from no experience at all like i i don't i've never never really killed a deer out of a ground blind haven't you used them very much i think the i think the see-through ones hmm you know, I think they work okay. I know me and Dan talked about this because Tide Wee has a see-through one. And he kind of mentioned that he, he thinks some hens and stuff saw him through his uh, last turkey season whenever he was using them. So maybe maybe if you have a see-through one, get you some back cover or something to where it breaks you up a little bit still. Um, and maybe, maybe it just depends on like the sun's location and how it's shining on that fabric. Um, but just be cautious with it. Maybe get out. Maybe if you can like somehow – you know, get outside the blind and, and see if you can see inside of it. That'd probably be what I would do. Make sure something weird's not happening with the fabric where you have it at, but I'd get them out early and uh, let the deer get used to them. It's no, no different than a box blind or something, right? Like people kill deer out of box blinds all the time. So they definitely get used to them. Uh, but it's like everything else. I think if you put them in a manner where they're going to be staring at it or, or, you know, they're, they're going to be, you know, looking right through that window while they're walking down a trail or while they're feeding or whatever, however you got it set up, 
that's not a good thing, right? You want to you want to place it in a manner where the deer aren't going to like visibly be looking into the the blind the whole time. Um, it's kind of like the same concept when you hang your trail cameras to where deer can't can't see them. If the if you get, if you hang a trail camera right in their face, down low looking down a trail, and they you know they're going to notice it. Whereas if you can move that those blinds to an area that are uh, are, are not as in the deer's face, I think that's a good thing too. Skinny Pine Hunting Company, he has some good, some good points on the um, trail cameras. Yeah, I always number mine too, man. Uh, mine's, my biggest thing is just pictures and, man, it'd be nice if there were, and I know there, it's out here, but like some kind of AI app that would go through and pick all the buck pictures out for you. You could just like upload an SD card and it, and it grabs all the buck pictures. Um, let's see here. The Skinny Pine Hunting Company. Seth, I think is his name. So at this point in your hunting, do you prioritize hunting areas you have historical information or more so new areas? Do you feel you are better at one or the other? I'm pretty good at um, I'm pretty good at finding new areas and, and hunting and and kind of picking them apart. And that's what I'm going to focus on this winter is going to new areas. Um, I feel like some of the, some of the areas that I have now, um, that are on, you know, on public land around here, um, you know, I know them pretty well, so I don't, I don't have to go in and check them every time. Maybe I'll just throw a camera in them and, and see what's in that area, but I'm going to be focusing on, on new areas this, this year. Let's see here. More questions. Moose Junction Hunter, he says he's heading to the hunting land to work on improvements. Yeah, that's something else that people is is fun to do right now is start to if you got any private land, start messing with it, getting getting it uh, fine tuned. Me and Dad got a bunch of places we want to put stands and fix up stands and all that. Um, just don't want to do it while it's negative ten out right now. Yep, I'll do a bow build video as soon as I uh I'm gonna get a if I get a new bow this year, I'll definitely do that. Dan. I need to get a cameraman is what I need. It sucks filming yourself doing that kind of stuff. Cause you guess you gotta stop and and then move the camera and then turn it on and then do the little minute thing you're gonna change and, and then go turn the camera off. And it'd be nice just to have like a buddy film it for you. <laughs> yeah maybe i'll do more of these during the middle of the day lost in the woods i know i know a lot of people can't watch them at night because of family or whatever the, whatever your case may be in the middle of the day people can watch them or maybe you're sleeping at that time of night too Ooh, here's a good one at this point do you have any plans for gear changes you will apply for next year weapons gadgets tools etc yeah so I got a new longbow the other day. Not new; it's a used one. I traded a guy something for it, so I'm gonna mess with that. Um, it's it's a bow I always kind of wanted, and I finally found one in my weight that I wanted. So there's that. Um, no big changes, like n nothing real drastic. Um, 
other than the bow, which is a pretty drastic change. But I'm also going to get me a, uh, I got a new turkey gun coming. So that'll be something I'll be tinkering with. I'm, I got a turkey gun. I'm going to try to put a red dot on it and just see how it works and patterning it. And I'll probably um, film all that stuff because that's, that's something that's unique is like, I've, I've never really made a turkey gun. It's all, I've always just had one shotgun that's like a do all thing. So I got, got that coming, coming up. Uh, doesn't seem like people are that interested in turkey hunting though, usually. And, uh, pine hunting company, skinny pine hunting company. I know you told me your name just a minute ago, but I can't remember it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man, the gear stuff I'll have to, I haven't really thought about it too much, to be honest with you. I'm sure there'll be other things that I tweak or change. I'll just have to keep you updated on that. Seth, you want two more deer in the freezer, two weeks left. Dude, I kind of do too. I want to go, I'm, I need to go over to our um, um, reduction zone and do some more gun hunting because all of our other, you know, everything else is closed now here in Indiana. Do I know anybody that went to ATA? Yeah. I know some people that went. Um, let's see, but I don't, I don't know. It didn't seem like there was much, some, any, anything real innovating that came out, at least at ATA this year. Brett, I would agree with you here. The I'm assuming you're referring to the question about um, a ground blind is, and I, I, if I was a deer hunter, I'd probably utilize a ghillie suit more than a ground blind. That's what, I mean, I've killed a bunch of deer in a ghillie suit um, outside of um, outside of a ground blind, obviously. So that's what I would do. <laughs> Tim says, stay out of his spots in Indiana. Noted, Tim. Noted. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward, Steve. I'm looking forward to spring gobbler season. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do this year, though, like from how much out-of-state hunt. I got a Tennessee tag. So in Tennessee, if you buy your hunting license there in, in the Aug uh, August when I went down there and hunted, you got you got them until the next August, um, and that includes turkey turkey hunting so i'll have a tennessee tag so i'm definitely gonna go down there and hunt with patrick and obviously we'll have an indiana tag um the not it's not a bad thing but in indiana we only get one bird right so like my turkey hunting content could be very limited in indiana just because if i kill a bird it's, it's over um and i'm not obviously picky at all with turkeys so it's not like i'm gonna be passing passing turkeys um, but so i don't know i thought about going over to ohio too um, because I'll have a, I'll have to buy that license anyway for next year. So that'll be coming. I thought about hunting with a bow too, just to prolong some of that um, amount of content. But I don't know. I don't always, I don't always care to bow hunt turkeys. I've killed, I've never killed one with a compound. I've killed a couple with a long bow, but never one with a compound bow. I guess I could try to shoot one with a long bow outside of a ground blind. I've never, I've never killed a turkey with a bow outside of a ground blind. Hmm. 
what else we have here chase him outdoors still trying to get his first turkey man i i get it i'm not very good turkey hunter i uh, i was gonna go this fall a little bit after i filled my deer tag but i never I, I went once i guess but i never got got anything with my bow you got a bow hunt in the fall here um for the most part they got a shotgun season but it's pretty pretty short Zachary, nice dude. You probably won't see me ice fishing. That's not something I'm not really into. I've been a couple times and uh, I can't say I enjoyed it a whole lot. It was probably, I probably just didn't do it right. But me and buddies used to go in high school and it was always, it was always a struggle. And we probably just didn't have the right equipment and probably didn't wear enough clothes and whatnot. But Joel, man, thanks for joining the membership. Welcome, man. We'll do these on the members live and I think you'll enjoy it over there. Let's see here. <laughs> the puppy content. Yeah, I, I'll do more stuff with Rosie once uh, once shed season comes around. We're doing some stuff with her right now, training her up on, on how to get going on sheds. Um, but we're just right now, it's pretty boring. It's typical puppy training right now, trying to get her to quit being in the house and that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, shed season's right around the corner too. Joel Kalamazoo, I'll, I don't. I'm not like scheduled to be up there for any reason, but I'll probably come up there and and hang out, look around. Uh, I like that. That show was pretty fun last year. I like those are that types of, type of uh, stuff. That, that the, if you guys don't go to, if you guys want to go to a show, I would recommend that Mobile Hunters Expo. Um, for the type of people that listen to this show, those, uh, sometimes some of the bigger shows, they're kind of, some of the stuff they have there is not real relevant to what, uh, we do. Um, a lot of like, there'll be a lot of outfitters there, a lot of weird, just weird stuff. Dan, Dan kind of knows what I'm talking about, but that mobile hunter show is really good. It has a lot of, uh, the stuff you guys would be interested in. Some of the gear there is all mobile hunting related. And uh, there's a lot less fluff there as there was in some of the other, other big shows. My done bow hunting this year. Nope. I mean, uh, I'm guess, or do you mean for the 2023 season? Um, for deer, yeah, I may go hog hunting somewhere, but I don't think I'll be bow hunting anymore. Uh just if i go to that deer reduction zone to kill a doe I'll, I'll just take a gun so i can kill a doe you know <laughs> if i see it i can kill it and it, in the deer reduction zone you can't shoot a buck anyway so it's not i don't you know it is what it is you gotta you gotta kill a doe before you can shoot another buck ck you'll like the stealth strips you think you'll be really impressed with them Let's see here. What kind of turkey calls do I use? I don't even, um, ouch, she bit me. Um, I like a, so there's one made by, um, oh my gosh, what's the, it's the same company that the hunting public uses. Uh, let me look it up for you real quick. Cause I love this call. 
um glass call it's like a cherry what do they call it i can't remember now i'm gonna look it up uh woodhaven custom calls it's called their cherry classic it's my favorite turkey call um and then i like a ghost cut with my look at that can you guys see that that's the kind of crap we're working on right now get her to quit biting and chewing and scratching and everything puppies do but that's what i um that's what i like to use i really like that glass call i feel like i can make a really good turkey sound with it and then um i like a ghost cut on my on my mouth calls but dude i'm the wrong person to ask i'm just this is the very little i've uh i've gotten good at um turkey calling i'm not very good at it i'm just decent enough at it so that's that's what i've had luck with so far but i've had, I've had the most luck with that little glass call i really like it but ask someone else, don't, I wouldn't buy something off my recommendation, turkey hunting. How much small game do you get into over the winter? Tried the longbow this year for rabbits the first time with predictable results. Yeah. <laughs> I've killed some rabbits with a longbow. I killed, I killed some rabbits back in the, like when I was little with a, with my, my recurve bow. But, um, I have been, squirrel hunting more this year than i have in years because huck was wanting to go a little bit there he liked to go and so me and i took him i took him out a few few times but we're, we're gonna go some more here until the end of the month as long as the weather gets out you know i'm not gonna take him out right now when it's you know the high of 10 degrees he'll just get miserable so that's that's it yeah woodhaven everybody found it before i did on the on the comment section um yeah uh, the the small game thing that's something that i used to love i used to do all kinds of small game hunting and i just have i've quit doing it and i've i think having a huck around i'll probably we'll probably get back into that a little bit a little bit more um he he seemed to enjoy it mostly because he can just kind of run around the woods and um he comes up with some ideas and are pretty funny like when we're out hunting he'll get some ideas on how to kill squirrels and last time we were out he was just like he would uh he would have hands of old acorns. Like we found, found we're in some acorns and he just was like picking up these acorns. And he's like, if we see one dad, you can throw this at it and it'll, it'll come to it. I'm like, all right, buddy, let's try We'll try that. Oh, it's pretty comical. I wish, I wish I could just mic him up so you could hear the things he says or comes up with. Lost in the woods. Do you have a video out on getting into trad bow? I've always used a compound, but shooting a trad bow sounds like a ton of fun. I will do that. I'm going to write that down and I'll make a video about it. That's a good idea. Um, Cause I do not have a video about that. Maybe I'll do that with this new one. I got um, just kind of go over the whole process. If you don't want to wait on me, if you go to the push archery on YouTube, they have a really good video. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's probably their most popular video about how to get into trad bow hunting. So if, if you really want to get into it, I would go over there and, and check out their um, YouTube channel. It's just called the push archery. You can't, can't miss it on YouTube. Uh, let's see here. Ah, yeah. The battery bike. Yeah. I'm going to do, I'll do more scouting with it this year. So I just haven't used it. Uh, I haven't had a reason to use it, Jimmy. Um, so I hate to, you know, I want to use it a little bit and do, and I'll do, I'll include it in the videos more and more because I will use it a bunch uh, this, this spring. 
uh, scouting and whatnot, at least on the, the ground I can use it on. Um, there's some, there's some places that I think I'm going to use it, uh, even on public where like I can drive down the road a little bit and I can drop it off and kind of scout through a spot and then drive it back. Just have to lock it up. So nobody steals it. That's the one thing I get worried about with that thing is someone taking it. <laughs> Veterans outdoors. I killed a rabbit with a recurve. Still my most memorable recurve kill. Yeah. That's funny, man. Dude, it's hard to kill stuff with traditional bows. Um, I had took Huck one time a couple years ago out rabbit hunting with a long bow. And we ended up getting, I ended up getting one with him and he thought that was pretty cool, but that's, that's my only real rabbits. I've never tried to squirrel hunting or anything with a, with a trad bow. Let's see here. I think I got to all the questions. Uh, yeah, Joel again. Thanks, man. Joel Nelson for joining the membership. If you guys want to join the membership, there's linked in the, uh, below. We do some extra lives for the members, um, and whatnot. It's pretty fun over there. Sometimes we don't always talk about deer hunting, but we, uh, we get into some funny stuff. Uh, what broadheads do you use for small game? I use a judo, uh, tip made by, I think it's made by VPA, but I get them from, I just get them from three rivers archery. Um, and I don't know if you guys don't know what a judo tip is. It's essentially like a, it's a head that has um, like fingers on it essentially. So whenever you shoot it, it doesn't go in the ground. Uh, it just kind of punches and it's good enough for small game. Um, but it also keeps you from losing arrows. Uh, is Huck old enough to shoot his own squirrel? No, he's only four. He, uh, we shoot a 22 quite a bit, but he's not, he's not good enough yet for a squirrel hunt. He, he still gets a little, uh, excited and doesn't keep his head down and all that kind of stuff, but he likes clinking around with the 22. He's also got some, he has some eye problems. So he, uh, it's hard, it's hard for him right now because it's, he's, I think he's left eye dominant, but he's, he's right-handed. So he, he does this thing where he like tries to get his head all the way over the gun. So, um, he he also has some other eye issues that we're trying to to fix. So he's 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 trying, but he uh, he doesn't quite got it figured out yet. But he likes to shoot. So that's one thing he got for Christmas this year was a brick of twenty two shells. He wants to he wants to go shoot them up. It just hasn't been good weather since then. Um, lost in the woods. I'll make a comment about your comment here. Uh. So you can spend like more money on a trad bow than you can a compound, but there's also some really good affordable options for, uh, trad bows and they're not cool. Like they're not going to be homemade and they're not, you know, they're not going to look the best, but, um, a lot of people use the Samick Sage. I think you can get into that for like 150 bucks. That's a really good bow. And then, um, there's one called the black hunter. I've shot a Samick Sage Sage. I can tell you that that does shoot good. I don't know about the black hunter. A lot of guys use that black hunter though. So I would probably get one of those too. I would not, I probably would not, unless you just have the money to blow. Um, I probably would not go and spend, you know, $1,200 on a custom recurve or longbow off the bat there. Something else you can do if you want to have a nice bow, which I, I like the, you know, the wood homemade bows you can get on like a, a lot of the forms on the Facebook page. You got like, 
trad bow classified those classified uh ad things on facebook you can get on there and buy a used one off someone for less than 500 bucks and it'll be a good bow so um that's what i would recommend for not breaking the bank because you can spend a lot of money on on trad bow um yeah tony i bet i i get what you mean but he's four so he doesn't understand quite yet uh all right guys i've been on here for about 30 minutes and then i can see hayes kind of twisting and turning in his bed so thanks for getting on everybody I'll, I'll try to do maybe one of these a week just middle of the day get on here and a answer questions it's not really a podcast just a way to say hi to everybody and uh thanks again make sure before you leave to hit the the subscribe button can you believe like my analytics like most people that watch my stuff aren't subscribed which is crazy i don't know i just um it's hard to believe that but that's it's it's a fact um Okay, lost in the woods. I'll answer one more here before I have to go get Hayes. He's not crying or anything. He's just playing in his bed. How does poundage and trad bows compare to compounds? Do not get a trad bow that is the same as your compound. Um, you know, if you're, if you, I wouldn't even relate them. Like it doesn't, I wouldn't even think about like uh, how much you, you can pull with a compound. I would, I would probably start with like a 40 to 45 pound bow um, and get, get used to that. And don't be afraid to hunt with that either. It, you'll be fine. Um, but don't, don't, don't try to be mainly and shoot a 60 or 65 pound, uh, recurve bow starting off. All you do is create bad habits and you, you won't be accurate more than likely with it. And it'll be frustrating. So get something light as long as it's, um, you know, above 40 pounds, you can hunt with it. I, in my opinion, you can hunt with lighter than that too, but I would, I would get probably a 45 pound bow and learn how to shoot that. And then if you get good with it and, um, feel comfortable with more poundage, go ahead and you can bump up to 50 or 55. I shoot 50 pounds. That's the deer I shot. Uh, I shot a really nice buck two years ago with a long bow and that bow is 47 pounds. You don't need very much. So, um, there you go. All right. I'm getting off here. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for getting on and we'll see you. See you later. Bye.